All right. Welcome to Hey, You Got This podcast. We are your hosts. And I'm Stacia. And I'm Lizzie. And this show is for humans that are curious about how to empower themselves to be their happiest and healthiest self. We are your friends in wellness and weirdness and are here to talk about the things that we and you might be interested in because we know what it's like to have nobody who wants to talk about this stuff with you. So that's what we're here for. On today's episode, we are going to talk about how to maintain a productive relationship with your body while also trying to make some changes, whether you want to lose weight, get in better shape, or just, you know, change some things up. Hello, Stasia. Hi, Lizzie. It's so good to be here with you. I know. It's so nice to see you and hear your cute little voice or your powerful, beautiful (laughs) voice. I'm trying not to say little as much. I feel like it's like a thing we do to women that's kind of shitty. <laughs> we got deep real quick. Um, <laughs> how's New York? Let's right dive right now? in. Yeah, <laughs> it's freaking beautiful. I went for a run yesterday in a tank top, and I was what sweating. And it was like the most beautiful. It was sixty degrees in February in New York. Oh, amazing! It was glorious. And then I did a loving kindness meditation for fifteen minutes in the grass in the park afterwards, and was just so blissed out. That sounds <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so you had the best day ever. Cool. Cool. Yes, I did. <laughs> nice. But I do say so myself. How is Seattle? Um, Seattle's good. We had, I feel like I probably already talked about this, but we like hit this record. It was all over the news for like longest time without sunshine. I did it was see like, that. I was very sad for yeah, you. It was super consecutive. And like you and I are from here. So I like didn't feel like, like I was like, oh, I'm from here. I'm like used to this. And I like kind of didn't notice it, but then it has been sunny and I was like, I'm alive again. (laughs) Um, So I really think that it was impacting me maybe a little bit more than I thought. (laughs) I can see that. But yeah, I'm good. Stuff here is good. It's been sunny and nice. Yeah, I've just been like trying to not work every second of every day. It's like this crazy new phenomenon in my life. (laughs) What is that? What is that like? Yeah, like it's so weird when you don't work all the time, you feel like more refreshed and then you're actually excited to do work so 100 percent. i read this thing that was like do more or do less so that you can do more and i was like "Ooh, yeah <laughs> oh that's deep um yeah. when i was in college not my coach but the men's rowing coach his like mantra was do less like you know, basically like stop trying so hard and just like do Mm -hmm. what you need to do. But it's really easy and like anything athletic to like just work too hard. Right. Mm -hmm. And he would say it all the time. And so like all of the guys team got these shirts that just said do less on them. And I like think about it all the time. It's like still a mantra. (laughs) All of these years later, Dan has his shirt somewhere. I think he like turned it into a quilt, but Um, it's a good mantra just do less it is it is and I mean like you have to tread carefully because I my like mo most of my life was to do nothing (laughs) so like it's a fine balance from like showing up and actively engaging in your life as well as not overdoing it okay you have to tell everybody what that meme you posted yesterday was because I laughed so I think I screenshotted it yeah um it's like that meme that's been circulating where it's your social media like what like, you look like on the LinkedIn, dolly parton challenge or whatever yeah. <laughs> yes thank you it has an official name yeah. okay i'm just not with the times yeah i mean i could have um, just made that up i'm not sure that's real <laughs> no that is I, I think that is what yeah. it is called so the one that uh, <laughs> i found was for the your enneagram type and i just i'm obsessed with enneagrams i know you yes, love yes we're gonna do a whole enneagram episode Yes, it's going to be beautiful. Not today, though. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Coming soon. (laughs) And uh, I, uh, so I'm a peacemaker. And (laughs) so it's cool within the Enneagram, you have what your quote unquote passion is, which is essentially your deadly sin and minus sloth, which is like the inability to actively engage and show up in your life, um, which has Sorry, been really I'm fun like to realize. I'm laughing because you're laughing, but I feel like this could sound very cruel. <laughs> no, I mean, there. if I get like too 
serious about it. It's too depressing. So like, I have to laugh about That's it. That's like the f- fucking secret to life. Right <laughs> but it's for, I think it was for Instagram. The picture was like, <laughs> she died doing what she loved. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, you feel me. It was like, so funny. It's calling out to my soul. I know. In Stacia's <laughs> story, she like posted that and then posted it just like <laughs> zooming in on that thing. It was, I was just dying because I feel like also like I'm a three, which is an achiever, which we'll dive into again. Not today, guys, but in another episode. <laughs> Hold your horses. <laughs> I know, Calm we're excited. Down. Guys, please, we're not talking about Enneagram today. <laughs> But I also felt very seen by that. And I just feel like millennials in general can relate, but it was so funny. Well, do you have anything else you want to say before we get this party started? I know know that today we get that you were asked a really good question by one of your followers, and I'm excited to dive deep into that with you. Yeah, so we always want this to be like something that you guys are excited to listen to we want to cover topics that you care about so like (laughs) a better way to do that versus us just pulling stuff out of thin air (laughs) is to actually ask you guys what you want us to cover so I did that for the first time on Instagram stories at donuts and down dog and we got a really good question which was how do you maintain body neutrality which is not being like super body positive but also not being negative basically just How do you maintain a good relationship with your body that's productive Mm -hmm. while also wanting to lose weight or get in shape just for personal or health reasons, which I think is, there's a lot to unpack there. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I just want to add, if you guys ever have topics you want to hear covered, discussed by us, (laughs) drop us a line. Let us know somehow that you can contact us. There's many ways. And yeah, we you would, can find us. You, you can find us. If you can't, show notes. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you. The description. <laughs> Carrier pigeon. You can find us. <laughs> but yeah, please let us know if there's anything. If you have questions, prompts that you want us to cover, like this podcast exists for you. So exactly. Amen. Amen, sister. Um, <laughs> shall we dive in? Do you want to start? Let's go. Okay. Yeah. For me, I think. Uh, It's cool because I definitely, having been a personal trainer and worked with a lot of people who had goals that aligned with wanting to either lose weight or become healthier, like it's almost a double-edged sword to be like, I want to change my body, but I'm okay with accepting where it's at and being kind to it now. So how to be able to layer that and also... Like from my personal experience, it's almost like I feel like I come from a place of privilege because it's it almost seems easy for me to be like, oh, yeah, no, just like love the skin you're in. <laughs> whereas, love your body. Like, whereas like people might look at me and be like, well, yeah, easy for you to say. 100 percent. And while I do think that regardless of your shape and size, you can definitely struggle with wanting to either change or improve. I think that the universal feeling around wanting to change our bodies is something that we're all being like bombarded with that is something we should be doing, whether it be being told you need to gain weight because you're too skinny or whether it's to lose weight because you're too big. Like whatever the reason is, we all have a lot of messaging going on in our daily life that's telling us that we should be changing ourselves and changing our bodies and changing the way we look to fit whatever the ideal or standard of beauty is. I was watching this video on social media yesterday of Cynthia Nixon, who played Miranda on Sex and the City, basically went over all of the contradictions that we as women are told um, and kind of really highlighted how it's physically impossible to be able to like meet society's expectations for what's good. Right. Like it was like, be a mom, don't have kids. Like, you know, (laughs) how do I do both? Yeah. So it's like the same contradiction that we're faced with, with this question of like, how do I want to work towards improving my health or feeling better about the body that I'm in without like, how do I accept that it's okay to work on improving myself while 100%. still loving and accepting myself where I'm at? Yeah. So it was just, it, I feel like this video was very timely for like this topic that we're talking about. And I was just 
yeah, really reflecting that there are a lot of contradictions that we're told as women, and maybe you don't even realize that you're being told and you're internalizing them. But how do you mm-hmm. like work with your clients on this? Because I feel like it's a really tough topic. Yeah. So for me, I think uh, what I've shifted more towards when I'm coaching my clients is two things. Number one, to focus on process goals and not outcome goals. So like most people, when they hire a trainer or start a workout program or a diet, whatever it is that they think that they need to do, it is with the intention of reaching this goal and achieving this outcome that you honestly have very little control over. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't achieve that, it can be very discouraging and make you want to give up all hope and all efforts. And that's not good. We don't want that. So focusing on processes that will get you to your desired outcome is a far better way to go about achieving those things. So say, You might superficially say, I want to lose weight, but really that's not necessarily what you want. You want (laughs) to feel good in your body. You want to feel confident. You want to feel strong, empowered, and like you can accomplish anything, that there's nothing that's going to be holding you back. So what's going to allow you to have those feelings? So focusing on making empowered decisions to make choices that will best serve you and your journey and wanting to get healthier, which is an admirable goal. We all want to show up as our highest version of ourselves and as authentically us as we can Mm -hmm. and to be our healthiest and happiest self. So there's nothing wrong with striving for that. But you want to, I think, again, as opposed to focus on some arbitrary outcome that you really have little control over, focuses yeah. on the processes that will get you there. Yeah. And I think, I feel like this is just like stuff everybody says, but something I've realized is making like slow, sustainable changes that you actually enjoy versus like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to eat a bunch of kale until I, I actually love kale, but, um, (laughs) I'm going to eat a bunch of kale until I hit my goal weight and then I'll go back to eating normally. Right. Like that's not very sustainable versus like, I'm going to really nourish my body for X, Y, Z reason. And I do feel like you know, Stacia and I are both very body positive, body neutral. We really encourage you to have a good relationship with your body. Mm -hmm. I actively am like in the process of trying to lose weight right now, Mm -hmm. which I feel like is important to share because it's easy to talk about like, be, you know, be in a great relationship with your body, blah, blah, blah. But when you're Mm -hmm. like not trying to make those changes, I think it's maybe can fall flat. But the way I look at it is exactly the point Stacia made, like really trying to tap into my why Mm -hmm. of what I want to be able to do or like how I want to feel and then not falling into the trap that like society tries to sell women (laughs) of quick fixes, Mm -hmm. right? So like it's always going to be better for your body to lose like a pound a week than Mm -hmm. like crash diet and drink a bunch of diarrhea tea and like (laughs) do like five hours on the elliptical and lose five pounds right like that's not sustainable um so for me oh oh, sorry continue continue. no no no, you go you go you say what you were gonna say girl No, I was just when it's funny because you say like oh if you want to eat all the kale in the world honestly just quick insight into bodybuilding Mm -hmm. and the people you see on Instagram and their dream physiques. I mean, I can't speak for all of them, but most of their diets are macronutrient based and nobody's eating a vegetable. They're probably, unless they're supplementing with uh, like micronutrient, like a microgreens type drink, they are not getting their nutrients because they're literally just doubling up on carbs and proteins that come in a highly processed form in order to reach their physique goals. So it does like that is part of why what you see isn't what you always get. So if your goal and again, we all have different goals. If you want to be a bikini competitor, go go on with your bad self. (laughs) You do that. But also understand that you can be extremely healthy Mm -hmm. and in a really good place with your physical health without looking like a bikini competitor. Yeah. And I think that's such a good point too. I remember when I was in college, 
I was in the weight room with like in college athletics, there's like you have your coaches on your teams and then you Mm -hmm. have like your strength coaches. So there's like people who like their job is just to make like your lifting plan for each, you know, and each team has their own Mm -hmm. strength coach. And I remember we were in there and I was working out all the fucking time, right? Like I was a division one athlete. And I remember asking our strength coach, Sarah, like, why do I not have visible abs? (laughs) Like, (laughs) What can I do to get them? And, you know, I was 20 at the time. I didn't know anything about like diet and how it could impact. And she was like, I do not recommend any college athlete trying to get abs because you just have to change your diet in such weird ways. And she was like, Mm -hmm. for you to have like this rock and six pack, you probably wouldn't be able to perform at the level that you're performing at because Mm -hmm. you would just be tweaking your diet so much. And that was the first time I ever learned like, you know, that saying that's always on Instagram, like abs are made in the kitchen. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was the first time I ever realized that like, oh, people look like this, not because they're working out all the time, but because they're working out a very specific yes. way exactly. and eating super a crazy very specific way and yeah. drinking water a very specific way. <laughs> yeah. And I would say to come back to the question of like, yeah, drinking water a specific way. No, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're like manipulating a lot <laughs> of little things. My anyways. body could not do that. Um, but coming back to the question of like, how do you deal with having a positive relationship with your body and also like wanting to get in better shape and wanting to like lose weight or whatever, like have these, like basically want to get your body to a different point than it is now. It comes back to this. Are you trying to like get six pack abs? And yeah, like Sasha said, eat like this really weird refined diet and like only drink water at certain times. Cause like that's probably not super sustainable or mm-hmm. super like healthy for you. Or are you trying to make it requires a lot of time, so much time, mm-hmm. so much planning, so much like yeah. going out to dinner and not being able to enjoy it. Yeah. Or are you trying to make like, sustainable changes for your life and that's something that like I'm very extreme and can fall into like these extremist traps so I always try to ask myself like am I doing something that I could do for the rest of my life and if it's like mm-hmm. oh my god no that would be terrible yeah. then I'm like that's probably not probably a not sign. for me yes yeah. so that's a really good way to approach it I think if it's not something that you could do forever why would you bother like this is for life yeah like we are doing life and the things that we fill our days with should be the things that we want to do with life yeah and I do think too something that I've noticed for myself considering I've been like doing the fitness thing for a while now Mm -hmm. is I think it's really important to find movement that you enjoy and I mean that doesn't mean that you have to be like in love with it 24 7 and every workout's amazing and whatever else but finding activities that work for you like if Zumba isn't your thing don't do it don't go to uh, Zumba yeah yeah and there's so many options and things and that I also found for me personally like I've really enjoyed finding movement that involves some type of skill because then I get to see myself improve and it's not about oh like am I losing weight or am I looking a certain way I'm like oh my gosh like I recently took up boxing and I just on Saturday the instructor was like okay next time you're going to be in the advanced group and I was like yes so I was like uh, yeah so I was getting I was seeing myself improve in this skill and it makes me want to go back for more right and it's not about like oh my gosh this is the greatest cardio endurance strength my body feels destroyed afterwards because it does but it's such a good feeling to be like I'm getting better at something and I think that we as humans in like there is something for to be said about building our self-esteem from a place of growth and improvement and working towards being a better version of ourselves and so when you the exercise that you choose if you're trying to get in better physical shape finding something that might relate around a skill can be a good way to keep yourself coming back for more because then you're able to focus on other goals besides, oh, I want to lose weight. Yeah. And I think you really like 
hit the nail on the head with doing something because you enjoy doing it, which sounds so basic. But like, I cannot tell you the amount of people who like when they hear that I'm a yoga teacher are like, oh, I just hate yoga. But like, you know, I know that I should do it. And it's like, (laughs) if you're working out, yeah, you should stretch like that's it'll help your body. It's good for you. (laughs) But if you hate going to yoga and there's no reason that you need to go. Yes. Don't do it. Or yeah, like, that's your barrier to yeah. more physical activity. Like, change your path. <laughs> right. Or like, I know you're a runner. I'm a runner. And people yeah. all the time are like, oh, like, you know, I really need to run because I think people often associate running with like weight loss or a really lean body. Which and is like, silly. Which is, I mean, silly. Yeah. But it's, you know, they'll be like, I need to run. Yeah. And, you know, but I just hate running. And I'm like, then don't run like yeah. <laughs> you don't need to. No. So I think, yeah, it's all about finding something positive. And you can find things that work for you that aren't super intensive. Yeah. Part of what I teach my clients is uh, there's this baseline of things that you could be doing to already tremendously improve the quality of your physical health and none of them have to do with exercise Mm -hmm. or diet. Mm -hmm. There's simple things that few people are accomplishing on a weekly basis that will dramatically improve their life, like getting adequate and quality sleep. Right. Drinking water. Drinking enough water. Getting enough movement in just standard like walking. Right. And all these basic things that everybody thinks it's the big things like the diet and the exercise. Yeah. When really they're missing a lot of little things throughout the week that they can be doing that aren't these huge, big commitments that are going to make drastic improvements in their physical health and well-being and that those should not be overlooked. And so as my clients go through my program, I have them focus on these other things as well and see how implementing those starts to improve their life and their quality of their physical health. Yeah, I know. I think that like a lot of times people are like, well, if I can't go to, I see this a lot in yoga. Like if I can't go to an hour long class, it's like, I'm just not going to do anything. And it's like, you could do 10 minutes of yoga at your house, like go on YouTube. Or like you made a really good point about walking. Like walking is your outside. It's free. Yeah. It has so many amazing health benefits. Like I remember I worked at Nordstrom after college as I was just like kind of getting my bearings and I felt so fit and so energized and I lost a fair amount of weight because I was walking everywhere. Like I would walk Mm -hmm. all around the store all day. I would walk like this really long walk to get to my bus and I didn't have time to do anything else, but I felt... I had so much energy and I felt really active and I was just walking. I mean, that's a really amazing point. And I feel like I've heard so many different, uh, I feel like I have heard so many (laughs) different stories of people getting a lot healthier simply by walking. My mom, she works um, at this office uptown on Bashan Island. Yay. Yay. (laughs) And uh, she always saw this guy walking. And so one day she like struck up a conversation with him. And I can't remember exactly how many times he does the lap throughout the day from his place of work, but it was a significant amount. Like he got some miles in every single day, but I think he had lost like 40 pounds simply by making a conscious effort to walk more. And like walking is, I mean, I'm sure there are people who are like, I hate walking, but it's such a part of our (laughs) just like general life that like, it's pretty easy. And these days, like you just pop in a podcast, listen to it. Yeah. Audio book, whatever. Some Celine Dion. I don't know. (laughs) And you just walk. What advice would you give if you had a client or just somebody who was starting to work out with you and was just like pretty out of, like totally out of shape. Let's say that they hadn't Mm -hmm. exercised for a really long time. How would you coach them through like getting in shape or being more able to do these exercises while still maintaining a really good relationship with their body? Because that can be really discouraging for people. It can be super discouraging and I have nothing but like the deepest, like, I see you, I feel you, because I was somebody that started a lot of different programs and felt so much discouragement Mm -hmm. as a beginner, 
because I was not an athlete. I was not somebody that was ever in shape. I couldn't even do a push-up when I started working out. So it wasn't like uh, I had any sort of background in this. And so I think really most things I've realized in life, and this sounds like out there, but being able to have grace and compassion Mm -hmm. in life and to be able to give that to others as well as yourself is a huge thing. And so understanding that this journey is not linear. So if you start something and you are a beginner, it's okay to be a beginner and it's okay not to get it right away and it's okay to stumble And that uh, especially when you first start working out, if you're starting a new workout program, you are going to be really sore, which can also be a really big deterrent because you're like, I don't want to feel like this forever. This is awful. This is terrible. It (laughs) hurts to uh, use the toilet. Yes. I can't sit down. (laughs) Standing up is painful. And so, of course, you don't want to think that that's what's going to be lasting forever. That's not going to make you want to go back for more. But just understanding that it's okay. And again, don't feel like you have to go from zero to 100 overnight. So even part of like my program, I've set it up where you can either do the fast track or the slow and steady. And I recommend that either are great options because honestly, a lot of people can get overwhelmed and they will be overwhelmed into inaction. So I would rather you do something then do nothing. So even if someone starts my program and they, for the first week, literally tie their shoes and like sit there and look at their kettlebells, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. That's great. Yeah. That's more than you were doing last week. So let's go, let's go with where you're at as opposed to trying to make you meet me at a place that you're just not at. Yeah. And just being kind to yourself. <laughs> well, and to your point, yeah, that is like self-compassion, which is... I think like, yeah, if you're trying to lose weight or get in shape, but also stay like in a positive, have a positive relationship with your body, it's, it just goes back to like acknowledging where you're at going slow. Mm -hmm. And it's that thing you always hear people say of like, treat your body or like treat yourself like you're somebody you love. Like I would never be like, Mm -hmm. Jesus, Stacia, you're so late. You know, (laughs) like I would never talk to anybody like that, but I definitely have talked to myself like that. Like, Mm -hmm. Why didn't you do two hours of yoga today? You're a monster. <laughs> um, and it's just, yeah, I think like really. Yeah, we in, wouldn't be friends. No, <laughs> I think honing in on that self-talk and like yeah. just taking a step Very back good point. and thinking like, would I talk to somebody I really care about? Or like for some people, it's really helpful to think about like, would I talk to like 10 year old Lizzie like this? Mm-hmm. Right. No, mm-hmm. because that would be child abuse. So yeah. <laughs> That can be really helpful, too. That is super helpful. And I think that uh, another thing that's really important to realize, and I can say this from experience, one of my powerful stories that I like to share because I think it's so important is that I got to a point where I was 17% body fat. Mm -hmm. I was tan. I had amazing muscle definition. And I felt on top of the world. Right. Like, I felt so good to a certain extent. Yes. In some ways. Because... there was still this big gaping hole inside me that I had not faced, but I had been conditioned to think that my worth lied in my body my whole life. And so then I got to that point where I was like, okay, I'm worthy. (laughs) Here I am. My body is perfect. I am worthy now of all the great things that I want in Mm -hmm. life. And they didn't come. And I was like, Wait, but I have 17% so, body fat. <laughs> I did it. Like, this is what the world yeah, told me I needed yeah. to do. Like, uh, where's my award? Um, and there was no one there to give me that award. <laughs> and, yeah, I know. Like, what the hell, guys? So I think that it is so important to understand that if you have spent your whole life chasing some dream body or some external appearance that you think is going to validate your existence or validate your worth that that it's never going to happen because that's an empty way to feel validated because that's something that you have to give yourself and that's something that you give yourself through doing things that are empowering and positive and make you feel good about yourself like committing to something and showing up for yourself because you are worth it because at the end of the day Maybe we don't even feel worth it to show up, to exercise for ourselves, Mm. to enjoy movement. 
and there's so much that goes into it. And I just want you to know that it's not about how you look in the mirror. It never has been. It never will be. Stacia, yeah. you're going to make me like sob into my mic. It's going to sound so, <laughs> I'll be like, <laughs> like so gross. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I know I've talked about this a little bit before, but I like to share this with people because it was a really powerful transformation for me to go through and mm-hmm. I think has helped me kind of like figure all this stuff out. But a couple years ago, I got in a really bad car accident and it was mm-hmm. when I was working out all the time. I was teaching and taking a million yoga classes a week. I was super vegan and I like externally probably looked like one of the best times I've like ever looked in my life. And then Mm -hmm. when you work out that often and then like immediately have to stop, like no matter what, you're going to gain weight Mm -hmm. because I wasn't working out in a like super healthy way. I mean, I was working out for my profession. So like it was way more than the average person. And I put on a ton of weight and it was right before my wedding, which is like not the time anybody (laughs) really thinks that they're going to gain a ton of weight. Thankfully, my dress was stretchy. But it forced me to realize that I did not, like, I had put so much worth on, like, I'm active, I'm thin, I run all these half marathons, I was a college athlete, like, that was my entire identity, and Mm I would see people who gained weight or were overweight and I thought that I was just being like oh they just need to like find yoga or find food and Mm -hmm. then I got really injured and it made me have so much more compassion for other people it also made Mm -hmm. me realize how negative a lot of the talk in my head was and that's when I started Mm -hmm. to get into mindfulness because I was like Mm -hmm. there was nothing I can do about my body right now I couldn't move it was like so painful to do anything and so that's when I started like the only thing I could do was just sit and like meditate or learn about meditation. Mm -hmm. And that really helped teach me like how to go slow with my body. I mean, my injury lasted for so long that I could really only work out for really short bursts of time before I was just in mass amounts of pain. And I don't want Mm -hmm. everyone to have to go through that because it sucked. Um, (laughs) Like, I hope you guys don't all get in car accidents. But I do think it was really positive for me to learn. Mm -hmm. Like, I was forced to take things slow. And I was forced to also be like, I weigh the most I have ever weighed in my life right now. And it's not a bad thing Mm -hmm. and there's not a ton I can do about it. And I also Mm -hmm. do think like when I got married on my wedding day was the most I had ever weighed in my life and breaking news, everyone, I still got married, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like my husband still (laughs) loves me. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that was like, for me, my own journey, how I really tried to get into like, I definitely wouldn't say body positive because I wasn't super positive about my body, but like detaching myself and finding that body neutrality. Um, I have a Mm -hmm. friend who's a dietitian, Brave Space Nutrition is her handle on Instagram, but she, we were talking once about how like body positivity just isn't realistic. Like think about Mm -hmm. anything in your life. Mm-hmm. Like even like Stacia is literally the kettlebell queen and I'm sure you don't love kettlebells 24 <laughs> seven. Truth. You know, like I love my dog, but sometimes I fucking hate her cause she wants to go to the bathroom <laughs> at three in the morning. Right. And it's like, she was telling me that it's just not realistic to be body yeah. positive all the time. It's more realistic yeah. to just have like a neutral mm-hmm. relationship with your body where you like kind of go up and down. And I think, realizing that was really powerful for me and just accepting my body where it's at and like yes that's the word I was looking for accepting your body where it's at (laughs) yeah like just being like this is where I'm at right now Mm -hmm. and I'm still gonna be really nice to myself because there wasn't really anything I could do about it but then it also made me like once I was able to start working out and also working out with Stasia because she's a great trainer um (laughs) it made me appreciate all of that stuff a lot more and it also just made me appreciate what other people are going through so much more 100% like we all have our own unique journeys and to say that there's only one way to do things and that like you must exercise and you must diet that there are other things that you can be doing to living a healthy and empowered life like and what a powerful story and to have that humbling experience where suddenly something is out of your control Mm -hmm. and you have no choice but to find a different way of doing things. 
that you learned so much about yourself in the process and totally. became a stronger person with a stronger outlook. Yeah. And I think that that's just beautiful. Yeah. Like I know you and I both comb through our old Instagrams from time to time and you're just like, yes. oh, <laughs> why did I post that? But like I used to just be like, yeah, I used to post things that at the time I thought were really helpful, but really I was shaming people or myself for like food and exercise. Like it wasn't productive, but it was, I was young. I didn't know better. I thought that I was like giving good information. And I think part of that's just like evolving as a human, but. Yeah. And I was posting videos of my ass being like female empowerment. I worked hard for this. I deserve to show it off. Totally. And then you're like, oh wait, I'm more than my butt. This is wild. Yeah, <laughs> that that one took a while to learn. <laughs> it's, it's hard, man. But yeah, I also it think is. like to keep coming back to this question, like finding value within yourself mm-hmm. um, and within like your relationships and mm-hmm. just how you exist in the world versus like it's okay to really value how you look and take a lot of pride in that, but that shouldn't be everything. No, and that shouldn't be the source of your confidence, self-esteem, yeah. well-being. Because like you said, it can be taken away from you in a moment. Truly. And then what are you going to do? Yeah, then you're screwed. And like, I'm not going to lie, when I started working out with Stacia and had to get rid of a bunch of my clothes because they got too big, like, I was fucking stoked. And I sent her yeah. a lot of pictures. <laughs> and I was like, this is like, I feel like I look like myself, but I also, I wasn't going all in on it, right? Like I was trying to be reasonable. And the thing I love about Stacia's workouts, not to like plug your program, um, <laughs> but they're really short. Like they're, you know, they're like, how long would you say they are? Like 30 minutes? 30 minutes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I had before been like, I need to work out for at least two hours a day to be worthy of existing in the world. Yes. And like, I learned that that wasn't true. And I was, I was really stoked on like those changes in my body. Cause it's really satisfying to see your work pay off. And like Stacia was saying, 100%. Like, I couldn't do a full push up when we started working together. Cause of my car accident. And then like, now I can just like do a bunch of them, which is really empowering. But I also wasn't attaching everything to that. Like I was thinking like, wow, I'm so proud that I had a goal and stuck to it. And like, this shows Mm -hmm. me that I can be disciplined. Like I wasn't trying to attach it all to the physical, which I think is really important. Yeah. And how awesome did it feel to be able to notice that you got physically stronger? Totally. It's amazing. That's awesome. It feels really great. Way better than stepping on a scale, looking at a number and being like, yes, five pounds are gone. Like, Totally. That doesn't like nobody actually wants that. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah. And like to be able to be like, wow, a couple months ago, this was like so heavy to me. And now I'm worried it's going to fly out of my hands because I'm like, so you know, like that. (laughs) So badass and strong. (laughs) Yeah, that was super cool. Or like with yoga, being able to be like, wow, I couldn't do this pose before. Whatever your thing is, find something that you do because you really enjoy it. And 100 not because it's just going to make you. Look a certain way that you think you're supposed to look. Yeah. And I will also say too, like, I think we often talk about your relationship with your body in regards to like wanting to lose weight, but it's also okay if you want to gain weight. Yes. Um, (laughs) Very important. I don't think that gets talked about enough. Never. I do. I agree. Yeah, really never. (laughs) I really do think that, I mean, we all... Like I said, there's such thing as skinny shaming and there's Mm -hmm. people that have been told their entire life, like, why don't you just eat something? And all they do is eat and they can't figure out how to gain weight and they struggle with their own. Yeah, they struggle with their own body image issues. Like it doesn't, there is no one size that you can reach. That's like all of a sudden you're not going to have issues with your body because of what people are telling you from external sources. So if you're looking for your body to be validated by others, you will always be chasing something yeah, you'll because never feel there's good. always going to be somebody that has something to say about it. Right. Yeah. It's also like, if you even just think about like, okay, cool. Maybe you've got the perfect American body, right? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So then you go to another country, right? Yeah. And like, everybody has totally different expectations for what's beautiful. Yeah. So I also think you just have to think about like, like a question I ask myself often is like, when do I feel not the most beautiful, but like the most like myself? Mm-hmm. 
And that was a really hard question for me to figure beautiful. out. Which is beautiful. <laughs> like, uh, it really, truly is. Like, being you is the most beautiful thing totally. in the world. And being able to embrace that, I think, is such a magnetic and powerful thing that holds so much more strength and power and just goodness in your life when you can embrace who you are Mm -hmm. and where you're at and that that is something that people are going to be attracted to 100 percent, yeah and I also like you know as Stacia and I are sharing all this information and talking about this like nobody is perfect at this it's so hard to um, have. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I except so for perfect. us, but like <laughs> you guys are not. Uh, but like, yeah, it's having a like neutral relationship with your body while also trying to make productive changes for whatever reason. And you don't owe anybody an explanation, but like that's really yes. tricky work and we are not perfect mm-hmm. at it. I still literally the other day I stepped on a scale cause I hadn't in forever. And I went to this boxing class and there was a, Uh, at a gym that I don't normally do my boxing class at and there was a scale in the locker room and I was like eh let's just see what's going on (laughs) bad idea Uh, (laughs) hadn't done that in forever and uh, like it only caught me for a moment because I stepped on the scale and was like oh like this is more towards like the heavier side of things Mm -hmm. and I haven't been at like I've been really enjoying my Jenny's ice cream. And yes, girl. It was hard to not immediately like shame spiral yep. into, uh, oh my gosh, like I should start eating less. I should start working out more. I need to be doing this and then be like, whoa, whoa, like Stacia, do you like your life? Do you enjoy what you're doing on a daily basis? Yeah. Do you feel good about your choices? Are you on the right track? Do you still struggle with? certain times of emotional eating. Yes, I do. But just understanding that I'm working on being better today than I was yesterday and that Mm. that has nothing to do with the number on a scale. Totally. My, so my dad and my stepmom got married a couple of years ago and my stepmom is in her seventies. She works out with a personal trainer all the time. She has like this rock and bod. She's super badass. (laughs) And when her and my dad, like I, I, they were like living together already maybe it was after they got married she gained some weight and you know she's someone who like is very disciplined about what she eats and her workouts and I just loved what she said she was like you know what I don't care this is she calls it her happy fat she's like it's an extra five pounds that like Mm -hmm. maybe at some point I wouldn't have wanted but like this is coming from like like both my such my, a good place. Yeah, my dad and my stepmom, like they're both widowed and then they met each other like later in life and got married and they're Aww. so cute. And it's like she's like, you know, yeah, maybe at one point I would have really beat myself up about this, but like I mm-hmm. would rather sit with my husband and like enjoy a glass of wine or like a really good dinner than obsess over this. So yeah, if I weigh five pounds more, who cares? Yeah, because I'm doing good things in my life and things that make me happy. Like, what, I should be more proud of the fact that I'm suffering and miserable so that I can weigh five to ten pounds less? Like, no. Yeah. (laughs) Why would that be something to pride yourself on? Totally. Like, I have been that person going out to dinner before being like, excuse me, can I have some, like, carrots for this guacamole instead of chips? And that sucks. Yeah. I mean, I like yeah. I like vegetables, but like to feel like I had to do that all the time. Well, you have to. That's the thing. It's yeah. not an empowered choice. Right. It's a punishment. Yeah. And punishment doesn't work. Like I think we as a society as a whole focusing on punishment is not a good thing for reform if you're trying to change behavior. 100%. Punishment just doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> Compassion always Lots will of work studies more. on that. <laughs> yeah. Doctors Lizzie and Stacia, PhDs. I'm an expert <laughs> on all things life. <laughs> um, do you have any final thoughts? Anything else you want to share on this? I have nothing else to add as far as what we've talked about except for just my motto, which is choose kindness always. We can always be kind to ourselves. We can always be kind to our bodies. And I think one of the hardest things and something that I've had to 
learn through a lot of therapy and work (laughs) is uh, I've been really good at being kind to others my whole life. And I thought that that made me like a really kind, caring person. But I remember when my therapist, I was unsure about what I should do about a decision I had to make. And he was like, be your own best friend. And I was like, um, sir, (laughs) yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. Like I just was not doing that. And then by being able to show up as my own best friend and to be able to date myself, Mm. even if you are in a relationship with someone else, to be able to show yourself that you are worth those things. Because at the end of the day, I really think most of our struggles come from a lack of self-worth that's been through our whatever. We can get into that later. But I just really think that being kind to yourself and knowing that you're worth being kind to is really important and learning how to embrace being able to show yourself that kindness. Yeah. You're like me. I'm always like, I don't have anything to add except for blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I always do that too. <laughs> my, my monologue, my big epic speech for last. No, I loved it. I thought that was really beautiful. Yeah, I think the last thing I'll add is like, just know that this is a journey and like it will mm-hmm. ebb and flow. And I think learning that mm-hmm. has been very illuminating for me of like you don't have to always be in a positive or a neutral relationship with your body just know that like I mean basically nothing in life is permanent (laughs) so right like you might feel really good about your body in the morning and then in the afternoon be like negative but just be an observer and allow it to ebb and flow Mm -hmm. and just constantly work towards being in a place that feels really sustainable and healthy and productive to you. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm. Amen, sister. Amen. Um, <laughs> can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Um, do you have a yay for the day? <laughs> oh my goodness. Other than us singing gospel into <laughs> the podcast. Uh, yes, I do have a yay for the day. So I think that it kind of touches on this, but again, I get really deep really fast. So bear with me, listeners. <laughs> Uh, part of my journey towards accepting my body for where it's at is understanding that I don't have to show it off in order for it to be accepted. So that is something that's really been a journey for me these past few years and in choosing different clothing options and shopping for things that make me feel good about myself Mm. without having to show off everything to the world. And uh, so that's been something that I've been doing as just a great practice. And it's been really empowering lately to dress in a way that I feel comfortable and that isn't And it's so funny because it's such a double-edged sword because literally I hate getting attention from men and dressing provocatively gets me nothing but attention from men. And I'm like, this is terrible. It's that line of like, I'm wearing this for myself because I feel good, but like, stop looking at me. Yeah. Yeah, but even so, knowing that when I was dressing in a more revealing way, it was because I was seeking some type of validation because that was the only way that I knew how to be worthy. So understanding that I can wear a high neck long sleeve shirt without any cleavage and still be a loving, lovable and loved human being has been something that I've been really embracing. And I used to like think that I had to show up to the world in this way to be loved and accepted, that I had to wear the makeup, that I had to have the right body, that I had Mm. to wear the clothes that showed it off. And so I really have just feel like I've been truly embracing and stepping into my own place of worth and dressing in a way that feels good for me Mm. and that is validating for me. And that that has just been something that I've been celebrating lately. So it's kind of like a bigger yay than just for a day. Such a good yay. (laughs) I I wish I had gone first. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like in some kind of mood today. I'm like feeling really deep. No, I love. I mean, that's yeah. That's why we started this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Um, exciting. Okay, my yay for the day is not as deep as Stacia's, but. 
Still just as worthy. Still just as worthy. Thank you. I am. So I work at home. I'm like kind of a homebody. But like last summer, maybe it was the summer before, my girlfriends found this like throwback night at a club on Capitol Hill, which is like kind of the nightlife neighborhood in Seattle. And we went and it was so fun. And so I went out on Saturday night with a bunch of girlfriends and they played like in sync Britney Spears yes. <laughs> Smash Mouth like not cool music and oh we, the coolest music yeah I mean I think it's cool <laughs> it's so funny though there was a 21 run happening at this bar and you could tell they were like what is this music um but it was so fun and I don't really drink Stacia doesn't really drink either we'll get into that in like another episode um but I was like 100% sober dancing Woo-hoo. my face off and also like I remember going to clubs or like going out in college or like post-college and just feeling like I had to, yeah, dress really sexy, dance in a mm-hmm. cool way. And mm-hmm. on Saturday night, I was wearing high-waisted like mom jeans, sneakers, <laughs> a tank top, and I was just dancing so hard. And this guy came up to me and was like, girl, you are turnt. And I was like, sir, I am fully sober and I am driving myself yes. home. And he was like, get it. That is amazing. And it was just like, I love it. It was so that fun. So happy. I stayed out pretty late, which is rare for me. And I just, it was girl, like, girl. just such a good time. And also just not, I mean, I definitely was like a little self-conscious because I'm also pretty tall. So I like stand out when I <laughs> flail around up that space when i take Take up up that that space space. but i just had a really good time and all my girlfriends were also just like did not care what they looked like we were just being weird and it was i just felt very happy that is so fun i love that so much that like speaks to my soul and on a quick side note i was at my best friend's wedding like a year and a half two years ago and the exact same thing happened uh, like I was just having the most fun dancing like a crazy person yep. and I did not have a drop yep. of alcohol yep. and then we're getting ready to leave and the DJs see that I'm driving and they're like no, oh no like you, you can't drive and I was like yo sober yeah I just sober have Sally. this much fun in this life is just my personality. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just love life and engaging in it and yeah. being fully present in it so yay can't wait till we get to dive into I know more on that topic. Also, next time you're in Seattle, I'm going to take you out to the club. Yeah, um, do it. I feel like take this probably out, happens girl. to you, but the amount of times in my life that people have thought I was just wasted when I was 100% sober <laughs> is like too many times to list in an hour long podcast. This is very true. I, I feel you on that one. We are the same. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. We, appreciate we appreciate you. It. I love being Every day, all day. in your little ear holes. Yes. And be <laughs> celebrating your yays for the yeah, day. Yeah, celebrate lots of your things yay. You can be celebrating. Tell a friend, ask your cat, ask your boss. I don't know. Ask a stranger on the street. And then yes. if you have topics you want to see covered, we've already mentioned Enneagram and our lack of drinking. So those will be coming soon. But anything else you want to see, please let us know. If you liked this episode, drop us a line on Instagram at Hey You Got This Pod and let us know what you liked or any other topics that you want to see covered next time. And as always, we thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye.